All right, here we go. The next episode of the musings of Dirtbag Duke. Hope you're doing well, staying safe and healthy out there. Hope everything's going all right. If you had a chance, haven't had a chance to listen to um, the last couple of episodes, I encourage you to do so. I have one that uh, previous one is the misadventures of a in the um, the uh, dating life of, of Duke and some of the stuff I dealt with. And then also we had the musings of of Derbeck Duke. One is just where I talk about um, just some of my experiences and thoughts on, um, I guess, an, another trip or a birthday, another trip around the sun, another birthday, and then also some of the interesting facts of Tiger Woods and his recent breakup. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to those, I'd encourage it. Encourage you to do so. I appreciate it so much. It means a lot to me that uh, you take time out of your busy schedule, out of your busy life. Um, take the time and effort to uh, listen to the podcast. So I appreciate that so very much. So I think I've mentioned this. I know I've mentioned it maybe a couple of times. But uh, in case you didn't know or forgot... I do enjoy watching Ted Lasso. It, it has, the show has grown on me um, over the last two seasons of it, um, over the last couple of years when we started watching it. Um, you know, and, and just really have enjoyed the characters and how they've, um, I guess you could say, developed them or how they've just played the roles that they play throughout the show in each episode and you know I was really disappointed that they didn't release season three a lot sooner and um, was you know anxiously waiting for it and was looking so forward to it uh, coming back when they finally announced it was coming back here uh, a couple weeks ago in March and and along with that I've never been one that was really looking for the deeper meanings of everything within each episode and all that stuff. And a lot of people were taking out all these, you know, things about management and people and, you know, all that stuff and making, you know, huge deals about it. And and that may, and that probably is the case. That was probably what they were shooting for. But me personally, you know, I just wanted it for the entertainment value. And, and I'd, Coincidentally, I read recently uh, that today actually a, a New York Post uh, Twitter um, tw- a tweet I should say a tweet that they refer to an article where they were kind of you know ripping I guess you can say or um, degrading Ted Lasso for how they just you know it's it's just overdone already um, that it really was great going through the pandemic and and COVID or whatever, and and then, you know, now that we're out of it, it's technically, in theory, over, you know, then there's no need for that, and that, you know, is that kind of that lifeline through that time period and and whatnot, and and so I I really, I I thoroughly disagree with that. I I get probably kind of where they're trying to come from with it, but, you know, from, and it's true that it did, yeah, it was kind of that lifeline and help, help, um, facilitate some escapism from the realities of what we were dealing with in 2020 and 2021 and 
Um, and so, yeah, I mean, but that was about any show, I guess, because that's all there really was to do is, you know, you couldn't go out anywhere necessarily at times or you didn't want to go out anywhere. And so, um, you know, you're kind of relegated to being at home. And so, yeah, there, that was the outlet. That was the default outlet was, was TV. Um, but the idea, I guess, that it's no longer relevant, I think, is, is a little bit um, ridiculous. I feel like the show this year is, is probably as well written as it's ever been. The first couple of episodes for me have been enjoyable. Um, yeah, there's those deep meaning things that are in there, but I, again, I don't watch it for that. I watch it for just the characters and how they interact with each other and, um, kind of where, you know, where the, where they're going with those characters. And, you know, like this year, it seems like they're kind of focusing on a little bit of Roy and, and his, you know, his relationship with Keely and his relationship with, um, football when he was, you know, um, coming up through the ranks, I guess, or when he was, you know, early on his development and then also Ted and, and his, you know, relationship there with, with, um, the team and living in England and then things at home. And then also then, um, Rebecca and, you know, her relationship with her ex-husband and now he's owning a football team. And so those things are there and it's kind of interesting just to see where it goes. Um, but I think also, also, again, the writing has been very well and, and some of the, the lines and the, in the comedy that, that's coming through it is, is very good. I enjoy it. Um, and that's some of it's kind of that oddball off the wall, goofy humor. I get that. And that's kind of Jason Sudeikis' style, but nonetheless, I think it's, it's still well-written. It's still funny. And so I think it's still relevant and, and kind of disappointed that, you know, that, um, this third year season three is going to be it for them. And I feel like there's so much more that they can do with it. And so many, so many more opportunities, and and maybe there will be a spinoff and, and whatnot. But just the idea of that whole notion of again the, the you know the lady inheriting the team and you know wanting to destroy the team, and now she wants to build the team and and all that is just it's just it's just interesting. It's fun, and I think it's brought more people to the game of of footy you know in the states and, and brought more attention to it and. And so I think all those have been positive. So um, my selfish desire would would um, be that they continue to go on for a few more years and, and see where these relationships uh, go. Speaking of selfishness, to switch gears a little bit, it seems that, and I'm, again, something else I've mentioned previously, that we've really become, that our, that our society's become more, self-centered and selfish and I didn't think again the COVID um, had much to do with that I was really about or had a much to did have much to do with it and there was that you know um, survival you know in that idea of surviving and, and self-preservation you know and not so much you know uh, taking care of others or worrying about others whatever necessarily but just worrying about our own health and and taking care of our own selves and our own families and whatnot. And so I think that was one of the unfortunate um, outcomes of it. Uh, but it's always kind of been there for us, I think, is having that um, as society being that, you know, self-centered and selfish. And also the, the idea that, um, you know, again, um, if something fits our narrative, if, if 
something fits somebody's narrative, then you know all else be damned. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, they you know push it, ignore the facts, ignore the truth, and just push you know a, a narrative, and everything has to be apolitical. And that's getting us nowhere fast. And whether or not people want to accept that there is a mental health issue in this country. Um, there are many people who are suffering um, and in turn are, are complicating things by self-medicating. And I, I've learned a little bit about that in some recent study that I've done and, and, and some information I've been able to obtain. You know, and so that just complicates things even more. So if, you know, even if you're taking something over the counter, start interacting with alcohol with it, and man, you, it's a recipe for disaster. And so with people not, you know, people not willing to get help, uh, people not being counseled, people not being, I guess, quote unquote, told that they, you know, that, that they need to get help and they're being told that it's okay, that they're okay. It's the rest of the world that's messed up and they're being lied to and people are being dishonest and they're not telling them that, hey, you need to get help. You need to seek out counseling you need to do something about this situation and that's you know spiraled into where now you know somebody makes a bad decision about their life they do they do something that's not good and it and it puts them in a bad situation puts them in a bad situation and it upsets them and so they're depressed or they're you know they're whatever they're out of, you know, they're, they're having, you know, mental issues with it, reckoning with that, or understanding the, what's happened, the brevity of the situation. And so they come to the conclusion that they want to no longer be on this earth, and so they're deciding to take their life. But somehow in the middle of that, they come up with the idea that they want to take innocent people out before they, take, before they go out themselves. So therefore, it's okay. They've justified it in their mind that they they're okay to kill other people because ultimately they're going to kill themselves and then be out of their misery. And then they're or they're trying to drag other people in it. Either way, that's wrong. That's an illness. That's sickness. It's not normal for somebody to want to a take their own life and b take somebody else's life along with it. And so that people need to know that that's not normal behavior, that it's not okay, and that they need to seek out help if they feel that way, if they have those thoughts, to seek out help, to get things figured out. Okay, professional help. Get with your doctor. Get with somebody that can counsel. Get somebody that can get you on the right path. And again, I've, I think I mentioned before, you know, repeating myself, it seems like, but it's true that you take God out of society. If you take the Bible out, which is synonymous, but you take God out, the Bible out, and you have no moral compass, you have no moral support there. And so that's what's happened is we've taken God out of school, we've taken prayer out of school, we've taken the flag out of school and we're just, you know, whatever we want to believe and whatever we want to do and it's spiraling to where we've got the issues we at 
today. It seems like there's not a week goes by or two weeks go by where we're not seeing some teacher who's uh, arrested or, or um, charged with some kind of um, sexual crime of having a relationship with a minor or a student. And it seems like that, you know, that things like that are happening on a regular basis. And people, and, and stereotyping, I guess, a little bit, men specifically seem, are going to probably seem that that's okay, that that's cool, that um, here's this teacher and these boys that, you know, that are engaged in sexual activity. And realistically, ultimately, no, it's not. It's not okay for a person of age to have any type of sexual interaction with a minor, with a student. It just, it's just not right. It's just not normal. And people and men, but men and people, I guess you could say, or, or just in general, but mostly men would be upset if that was a man with a younger girl or a man with a boy, people would be upset. But again, it seems more acceptable and that's not, should not be the case. It should be just as appalling, just as wrong as anything else. And then this whole idea of um, trying to teach um, wrong things about gender and, and um, anything other than men, men and women and all that other nonsense is, is wrong. Again, it's false. It's negative. It's wrong. It's not true. Again, they shouldn't be involved in that either. They shouldn't be involved with any of those things outside of what parents should be handling and, and working with their kids on. And anything else other than that is false. It's wrong. It should not be taught. Man, woman, that's it. Nothing in between. Nothing beyond that. And so, again, we take God out of the schools. We take the Bible out of the schools and let whatever be taught. That's where we're at. And that's where we're getting into these issues and having these problems. And people are going to continue, unfortunately, be... Lives been ta- will be taken because of this instability and these mental health issues across the board until something is done. So you always want to point the finger at a certain group of people. They want to point the finger at, you know, quote unquote guns. They want to point their finger at everything else but the truth, and that is the people behind the weapon, the people behind the gun, the people behind the car that are running people over, the people that are behind the knife that are stabbing people. That's what you have to look at. That's where the issue lies. Not the inanimate object of of some kind of a weapon. And so until people wake up to the truth and willing to deal with the issue head on, it's not going to take care of itself. And it doesn't make any sense to continue to allow the falsehoods and, and garbage to be spread amongst the rest of the population. It's time for change. It's time to go back to where things used to be. And I know that every generation, every um, decade or, or century or whatever, the people are 
complaining or people are, you know, stating that the, that, you know, we're downhill and the dumps and things are, you know, problems all around and there's all kinds of issues and whatnot. But again, you can, that could be true and it probably was true and was, it is true, but it's definitely true now that we do have these issues. Um, and it's not going to change anything. It's not going to go any way, go away at any time. Has to be addressed though. Have to hit it head on and go back to the truth and go back to reality where we all need to be operating in the truth. Well, that's all I've got for this episode. Again, I I really appreciate you listening to it. It means a lot. I hope you're doing well and staying healthy and safe out there. I see that uh, they're predicting some serious weather here up into the Midwest. So if you're in that uh, uh, Midwest section of the United States, up north and south, just be careful, stay safe, stay weather aware. And until next time.